because we really need more godly fathers. It's a great need. Can you say amen? I want to speak to you on the legacy of a godly dad. The word legacy means that which you are leaving behind for your children and your grandchildren when you are not here anymore. I want to ask you a question this morning. What are you leaving for your children? What legacy will you be leaving behind for your family, for your co-workers? Come on, for your friends and family you are dealing with in this life. I believe that the Lord says this morning, I want to raise up more godly dads because godly dads always influence people, influence sons and daughters, and we thank God also for spiritual fathers. And there's many of you this morning that say, I did not have a great experience with my earthly dad. And then I want to tell you right in the beginning here, please make a choice now to forgive your daddy. Some of you, you still have grudges because there's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of bad experiences. Please forgive him. And let that pain go now. Some of you, you don't even have an earthly father anymore because they've passed on. But you are still mad at them. You know who you are. And I just feel prompted by the Holy Spirit to tell you, forgive your father. You can write this down, what Pastor Henry is telling you this morning. If you don't forgive your dad, it will never go well with you in this life. That's the way God designed it. The relationship between a father and a son, father and a daughter. And maybe there's a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, but you can forgive. That's my point. Amen? So <clears throat> there's a great attack on fatherhood. Please listen now very carefully. The devil hates fatherhood. The devil hates daddies. Why? Because it was God's design from the beginning of time. It was God's will. Check this out. It was God's plan. Why? Because a daddy protects. A daddy provides. A daddy loves. Come on. A daddy forgives. A daddy brings security. And there's many of you here, I want to speak into your life, things happened and it was out of your control and there's maybe no daddy this morning, maybe you, you're a single parent, but it's okay, it's Father's Day, so this word is relevant, you have to hear this. So you can pray now for your son that must become a dad one day. Come on, you can pray for your grandson that must become a father one day. You can share this powerful word with everybody because it will really help families. 
God is a God of family. It was his idea. Let me say it as it is. God made Adam and Eve in the beginning. God made the man and the woman. So you see the man is man, but the woman is actually woe man. All right. I thought all the ladies will enjoy that. So the devil hates daddies. Why? Because a dad is supposed to look after his family. It's the daddy that must love the mommy of the kids. It's the daddy that will actually motivate and inspire. That's the way God made it. And we thank God for the role of the mother. We had Mother's Day the other day. The one is not better than the other one, but I want you to see something. God made the daddy for a specific plan. And the devil hates fathers, and that's why there's so many problems in households, because he knows if he can bring the father down, listen to this, there will be a lot of trouble in the house. Can I give you some stats? I love stats. And uh, you will enjoy this. Now check this out. I want you to share this. You can do it even now on Facebook and later on YouTube as well. Check this out. 63% of youth suicides come from fatherless homes. 90% of kids who run away from their homes come from fatherless homes. 85% of kids with behavior problems come from fatherless homes. 75% of all addiction patients come from fatherless homes. This is stats. 85% of youth in prisons, not only boys or young men, but youth, even girls, come from fatherless homes. The devil hates fathers. Check this out. He hates pastors. He hates spiritual fathers. Why? Because we are bringing hope and healing. Come on. We bring stability. We bring consistency. We bring security. That's what the father does. Now we're living in a time, and my wife always tells me she doesn't like that as well, where, where women want to be like men. Now I'm going to talk to some of you ladies quickly. That wasn't God's will from the beginning of time. To be in a competition with men. Why would you do that? You are not a man. That wasn't his design. Come here beautiful. Let's just illustrate something. You don't need to be a prophet, but check this out. Just, just open your eyes that we are built differently. Not only size-wise. God made us differently. You see? He made the, the girls with all the curves. And the men like curves. But just like your own curves, 
In other words, marry your own wife and then you like her curves. That's what I do. We've been married almost 27 years. So God made us differently, made the bodies differently. Come on now. Our privates, come on, let me preach here. Our private parts are different. Why? Because God made it that way. He made sex. This is very good stuff. Share this teaching. Now, all of a sudden, some boys don't feel like boys. Some girls don't feel like girls. If you want to stone me when I teach the truth, I don't care. God's anointing is on this word. We don't discriminate. We love people. We don't judge. We love people. We are living in a time, thank you, where the devil comes again against fatherhood and against the family. I want you to see it. He comes again, even the fact that sometimes a man are muscular and strong and check it. He wants to change everything. Now all of a sudden they want to change body parts and private parts. Are you crazy? It's glorious now in this house. He made man, he made woman. Wow, man. Be what God wants you to be. Can you say amen? Why do you want to change God's plan? Why in this beautiful world do you want to change the design of the Creator? There's a demonic attack against fatherhood. Because the devil knows if he can come against the dead, the whole family will unfortunately suffer from that. And I feel so sorry for some of you, even in this building this morning, there's many of you, you've been through that. I'm so sorry for you. Please forgive your daddy. But this word this morning will help and inspire men to become what God wants them to be. The legacy of a godly dad. So the Bible says in Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Not only to your own kids, but your grandkids. Go and think about what I'm saying. But the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. In other words, if you're not a godly man, listen to this revelation. Whatever you got, in, eventually you will lose. Because the, 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 the person who's not serving God, all the, all the men, I want you to listen up now. Men who don't serve God, they don't pay the Lord's tithe, they don't sow, they are selfish. You get many of those men, they always just talk about themselves. Everything I have, God has given it to me. So, it's wonderful to leave behind wealth, money, a house, a car. Come on, say amen. It's wonderful. I want to share something with you that's even more valuable 
things that money cannot buy. What do you leave behind? What is your legacy, dear daddy? This is what God spoke to my heart for my children, Jonathan and Kaylee. And they, they're here, right here. There. Every meeting in the church. And this is also for our assembly, for all my spiritual children, followers. This is my heart for you. Please take a photo or please write this down. My desire would be to leave a godly legacy for my children. Yes, financially, but even more. Just get this word. There's things that money can't even buy. Check this out. To love Jesus. Oh. To love the Lord with all of their hearts. I've told them many times, this is my prayer, this is my desire. Whatever you do in this life, you are so talented, you are so gifted. It's so wonderful to be part of the ministry and part of, 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 of what God is doing in the church. And it's so wonderful for me to have them in my church and to be involved. But whatever God wants to do in and through them in this life, what is way more important is that they will love Jesus all the days of their lives. That they will follow Him. Because what does it help, dear daddy, dear mommy, listen to me. Some of you, you want your kids only to be this and to be that. What does it help if they become that but they don't serve Jesus? But if you have a certain career or a business, whatever you are, if you are a true follower, a Christian, then you'll be fulfilled and you'll be full of joy. And that's my heart for my children, that they will love Jesus all the days of their lives, that they will have a relationship with Jesus. Please write these points down. Then you can also pray for your kids and your grandchildren, that they will love the Word of God, that they will spend time in the Bible. Now I want to say something here. Your kids eventually will do what you do and not what you say. Because many parents say, you go to church and then they sit at home. Please, just bear with me. I'm going to say a few things. Is it okay? You tell your kids, you don't swear again. You don't curse again, but you curse. You tell your kids stuff like, hey, you don't smoke. You're a kid, but you smoke? Since when is smoking for adults? Please answer me. Since when is smoking not for kids? This is good stuff. Great point, Henry. But it's for adults. Please talk to me. Since when is drinking alcohol not for kids but for adults? Because this is how people raising their kids. Under 18, you're not allowed to drink. What? You're never allowed to drink if you're a Christian. Think about what I'm saying. And that's how many parents raise their kids. You don't do this, you don't do that, you don't. But you yourself do that. I want to tell you something. 
I want to leave a legacy for my two children and the grandchildren. Uh, really, I'm, I'm so excited about my grandchildren coming and about their kids because God is a God of generations. A dad will always influence what? A generation, an assembly. Check this out. A family. If you're a godly father and you walk the walk, your family will also serve God. It cannot be otherwise. They will do what you they will do what you do as a dad. So I really want to leave a godly example. You can write that down as another point. Yeah, a godly example. What a legacy. They must always talk about their daddy and one day about grandfather Henry, about how he served God and about the example. What does it help, dear friend? If you have money, but you don't serve Jesus. Look at me, please. You can have all the money in this world. Listen to me. Without Jesus, you'll be miserable. No joy, no peace, no happiness. It's God's will that you'll be blessed financially. But there's stuff, things, that, and I'm teaching on this now, that money cannot buy. I want to leave a legacy of that they will pray because they saw it in their daddy's life, in their mommy's life. We pray. Even since this morning, early in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, I only went to bed. What is your legacy, dear friend? that they will be true worshipers, that they will serve God with a passion. Write this down, that they will love the church. And you know what, what, what sometimes it bothers me when I think about parents talking against the church? What they don't realize is their own children will not go to church because of their example. And then one day you cry, and then you come to the pastor and you say, please help me, give me a word. My children, they don't, Want to come to church? Why? It's because you set the example. Let me ask you, where are your children? Where are your grandchildren? Where's your family? Come on, let's be real here. Let, let, let me be real to you. Some of you, you know your kids are not in church and you don't talk to them because you are afraid it will lead to conflict. I'm not afraid because the truth will set people free. It doesn't matter even if your kids are sometimes mad at you because you preach to them. I want to tell you, keep on preaching to them. Keep on teaching them. You're not supposed to be their playmate. You're supposed to be a daddy. You're supposed to be a mother. That's the problem in the society we are living in now. We must be best friends. And then when your dad speaks to you concerning something, then you don't like it. A godly example. One day you'll be standing before God, dear dad, of how you raised your children 
and they will stand before the living God and they will give an, an account if they were obedient or not. So the Lord Jesus says something very profound. He says, I only do what I see my Father does. I only do what I see my Father does. Think about this relationship between God the Father and God the Son. Come on, this is phenomenal. And you know the Son says, I will only do what I see my Father does. Don't tell your children again to serve God if you don't do it. You see? You want them to be blessed financially, but we got to be an example when it comes to the Lord's tithe, when it comes to sowing, when it comes to generosity, when it comes to giving. They will eventually, trust me. Some of them, maybe some of you, you deal with rebellious kids, and I feel sorry for you, but eventually, trust me, will they talk about what you did? Eventually they will do what you do. You just continue to follow the master. You continue to pray. Come on. Hey, I'm preaching. You continue to read the word. You continue to come to church. You continue to love them. You continue to pray for them. You continue to do the right thing. You continue to live a holy life. You know what kids are saying at school? Everybody is doing it. No! I was also at school, marked by the Lord since a young man. No, no, not everybody is doing it. Even in our day, that was the saying. Everybody is doing it. And then I would say, no! I'm not doing it. And I walked a very lonely road. Because when God puts his hand on you, you will walk a lonely road. Because he separates you from all the other things. He's preparing you for greatness. What are you leaving behind what is your legacy? This is my desire that my kids will be true worshippers. That they will really love Jesus. Because then I can trust them. If they have to go to another town, I don't want it. If they have to go overseas, I don't want it. I want what God wants. The fact is we want them to be close to us. But the point is, if they love Jesus, they can go anywhere. They'll be blessed. Because they've been prepared. Legacy. That they will love people. Write it down. That they will forgive quickly. That they will also be cheerful givers like their father and mother. That they will love family. I'm a family man. I want them to see this. I want them to be like that. There's the saying that says like father, like son. Trust me. It is really the truth. Now you get dads, they think it's very cool to give the young boy a beer 
or a cigarette and you think it's cool. It's not cool, it's dumb. It's unwise. Because you open the door to that sin, to that demonic realm. I've given you some of the stats. It's actually shocking, eh? Because of fatherless homes, that's why there's a lot of problems. Why? Because without fathers, there's no stability. You can be a great mother. I don't talk about that. That's wonderful. But God's design was really to establish godly dads. Think about what I'm saying. Spiritual fathers in churches. And that's why I want to tell you this morning, if you say, I, I, I don't have a dad. I've never heard these words like I'm proud of you. And I love you. Well, I say this all the time, and I want to say this on record. I want to be your father. Just allow me to father you. I love you. I'm proud of you. Don't say again, I don't have a daddy. Yes, your daddy. Yes, we all have a heavenly father, but this heavenly father works through his fathers that brings security. And I pray that the Lord will help me until that very day when he comes for me that I will leave a godly legacy for so many. Because we only have one life. And at the end of the day, in a hundred years from now, the only thing that will really matter is what? Is souls. Nothing else. It's so shocking to see how many people, they don't want to serve God. They just think about themselves. They just think about money and just about this and that. What are you talking about? The only thing that will matter is souls. The only thing that will matter, listen to me young people, in eternity is are you saved? Are you born again? Are you ready to meet your maker? I pray that I will leave a legacy that they will respect marriage, that they will understand God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. There's so many demonic things going on right now. Right now! And people don't know what to think and what to say anymore. And, and I want you to know that it's from the devil. Stay with the word of God. If you read the word, listen to me. If you love the word, you'll be successful. That's why the word ministry in this house is a priority. Word and spirit. I want to give advice to young people and to my own kids again this morning. Make time with the Word of God. Read it, listen to it, meditate on it. And that's what God told Joshua. Then you'll be successful. Because there's so many voices now that wants to influence our young people. 
and say a man is not necessarily a man, a man can be a woman. Okay, this is what's happening now. And a woman, man, sometimes you feel like that woman. Go back to the word, 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 go back to the word. I want to rap. Go back to the word. Go back to the word. Go back to the word. Go back. Go back to the word. Smile. Jesus loves you. Go back to the word. You say you don't have answers. Go back to the word. You know why many young people are confused? They don't know what to do. They don't spend time in the word. When you pray and when you read the Bible, you will receive clarity. You will see clearer. This is what God wants me to do. I want them to work hard. I want them to never give up. Because winners never quit. When they were young little kids, we would just put stuff on their cupboards with verses in their rooms. We want them to read it all the time. And one of it was, winners never quit and quitters never won. I was just so sad. And the other day, when I had to deal with a leader who just quit it. When you quit, you will never reach your destiny. Is it always easy? No. But the Bible says only those who endure until the end, they will be saved. I want them to live in integrity. May the Lord bless this wonderful teaching to our hearts. I want you to share it as quickly, as soon as possible. They will just put it on, on YouTube just now. Let me just pray for you. Because this word will save many lives. There's many boys. Come on, we pray for our sons. They must become fathers. And you, you're not just a father because, uh, I wanted to say, because you have a certain tool. It's called humor. Some of these guys look at me like this. No, to be a man. When the storms come, you serve God. When it goes well, you serve God. You say, me and my family, we will serve the Lord. You become consistent. You don't quit because there's pressure. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your powerful word. Wow. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And now we pray for every dad and I pray for strength and I pray for energy and I pray for health and I pray for wisdom to stand firm. Lord, I pray that you will help all of our fathers, that we will leave a godly legacy behind for our generations to come. 
I really pray, Lord, even for my own children and their children and their children, that they will be blessed by me. We are all blessed by you, but you bless your people through your dads. I thank you for this godly morning. I bless every family. I bless word and spirit. I thank you for this divine covering in this place. Thank you for a safe place, Lord. Wow. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap, everybody. Come on, clap, clap, clap. Give Jesus praise.